If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is The Jerry Callahan Show. You know, I should say this every day, but thank God for our corrupt media. Thank God we have a mainstream media that is completely in the satchel, doesn't cover the news, doesn't, uh, it's is just another arm of the uh, of the Biden regime and the Democrat Party and ignore the big stories. Today, a huge story, a tragic story, just a, a really disturbing story out of San Antonio, Texas. 46 people, illegal immigrants, roasted to death. 46 people, that'd be 45 more than died on January 6th. Uh, but 46 illegal aliens, including four or five children, roasted in the back of a truck that was smuggling them into the country. It was a, ref- if, I, if I have this straight, I'm just, it's just breaking last night, a refrigerator truck that didn't have the refrigerator component turned on. No air conditioning in the back of the truck. They couldn't breathe. They died of heat, heat exhaustion including four or five children. These, obviously, these deaths are on, this blood is on Joe Biden's hands. The Biden regime has lured them here, welcomed them here, said, come on in, come on in, free everything for everyone. So let's, you know, however you can get here, get here. So they got in the back of a truck, they locked the back door, and they roasted them to death. Can you imagine being the guy, the border patrol guy or the cop who has to open the back door and look at 46 dead bodies in unimaginable heat. It was like 101 degrees on the ground in San Antonio in the back of the truck. It had to be what 150 and they had to sit there and know that they're, they're dying and know the guy behind the wheel in the truck didn't give a damn. I mean, Obviously, he's in big trouble, but uh, he didn't care about the condition of these migrants, and they're all dead. And I'm just going to guess Joe Biden will not even be asked about it. Will not. Eat, I mean, I assume Karine Jean Pierre will be asked, and she'll she'll lie or check her notes and say I don't have anything on that. But it's just like yeah, another day at the southern border. Forty six dead, at least. By the way, that could could come up. I believe it could uh, go up. There's a. Few, I believe, who will rush to the hospital. That's a story you'll hear very little about. But I really, we got to get to this uh, Joe Biden, Hunter Biden story. And I know some people think it's it's tedious. Yeah, Hunter's a degenerate. He's a he's a crackhead. He likes hookers. He's just the worst kind of human being. He's just scum, absolute scum. There's been some ne'er do wells in presidential families in the past. Uh, you know, Billy Carter famously, Jim, uh, Jimmy Carter's uh, uh, brother was this loose cannon back in the day. And there's been, you know, presidential kids with issues and uh, family members, but nothing. Hell, Barack Obama has a brother. I believe his name is Malik from uh, Kenya who hated Barack Obama. He was obviously uh, ignored by the media, but he would occasionally tweet about Barack, his his brother. I believe it was his brother or half brother or cousin or something. And 
he hated Barack, and uh, so he was summarily ignored by the media. But this one, it is so amazing that the media will ignore this because Joe Biden, our president, has told a lot of lies. We've gone over many of them. Every time, you know, he says, my mother once said this, or my father said this, it's obviously a lie. Every time he says true story, it's obviously not a true story. We've told this many, I mean, lies about his past and, you know, his rank in college and his days with corn pop. And he, he just makes things up. That's what, you know, people who've been protected by the media for 50 years do. They think they can make things up and nobody will call them and nobody will care. That's how it works for a guy like Biden. But the biggest lie, the most obvious lie, the one I've talked about a hundred times was when he says, I have never talked to my son about his business dealings overseas, specifically about China. He, Hunter Biden flew on Air Force Two to China. I believe it's uh, 15 hours on the plane to China to make a deal, a big deal, a $1.5 billion deal in China. He was on the plane that whole time with his father and his father claimed they never talked about his business dealings. Obviously a bold faced lie. His uh, business partner, Tony Bobolinsky laid that out before the election. He was ignored by the media because they didn't want to hurt their guys chances in the election. But now we know definitively that Joe Biden lied over and over and over again. When he said he didn't talk to Hunter about his business dealings, we have, Proof of that. We have a voicemail proving that. And by the way, I think we have lots of more voicemails. Hunter Biden backed up his iPhone on his laptop and somehow someone is just now unearthing messages. So there has to be a lot of messages. We know Hunter is the least disciplined, least careful criminal uh, out there and love to tape everything, love to record everything. We also have a recording of him with a Russian hooker, a Russian hooker. They have the email addresses for his escorts, his hookers, and they're from Russia. So a Russian hooker who is, in my opinion, clearly underage, and he's trying to convince her that, no, he didn't actually abuse her. He didn't actually hurt her. He wants that on tape. And it's like some it's like something out of law and order. It's just, it's just proof. It's just that moment when the music plays on law and order and you say, well, we got him. We got him. He's guilty. And that's just one of the incredible stories we have today that will be largely ignored by the media. We'll play that. We'll also play uh, uh, Whoopi Goldberg. We got Whoopi Goldberg warning. She's got a warning for Clarence Thomas that uh, they're coming after his interracial marriage. Of course, they means the Supreme Court, which means Clarence Thomas is going to outlaw his own marriage. So that's that's interesting. That's an interesting development. But the most interesting thing is where she is, where the the clucking hens from the view, where they are when they do this show yesterday. We have my girl, my choice for vice president on the DeSantis Lake ticket, Carrie Lake, running for governor of Arizona. And in an unbelievable interview with Brett Baer, this woman is a fighter. She wants everyone to know she's a fighter and she will fight you over anything. This interview was amazing. I'm not sure it was necessary where she goes with Brett Baer, but she's after it's over, she says, you know, to CNN, come on, bring it on. I'm ready for you next. Like she's literally fighting 
the media. We have a, a, a another big lie. This one from Jamel Hill. No surprise there. Nobody will call on it. Liz Warren has an idea on how to how to uh, how to get more abortions. We need more abortions in this country. And my absolute humil just embarrassment of a senator. Liz Warren's got an idea. The whole country's laughing at you, Liz. But keep it up. And uh, big day on Thursday. 14,000 National Guardsmen are scheduled to be kicked out of the military on Thursday. Yes, we are still doing that. We're still kicking people out, taking away their jobs, their careers, because they didn't get a vaccination that doesn't stop the transmission or doesn't stop the spread, doesn't stop you from getting COVID or spreading COVID, but we still insist they get the spread. At the time, by the way, the military cannot recruit enough people. They're losing people who don't want to be part of this new woke military. And the same time they're kicking people out who want to be in the military. And uh, congratulations to the man, the biological man who won the big skateboarding title, beat a 13 year old girl. (laughs) We'll tell you more about that story. And it wasn't, wasn't just a trophy. He won money. He won money by beating up on a 13 year old girl and a bunch of other Teenage girls, big day for the uh, trans movement. We'll get to that and a lot more on today's Callahan Show, presented by uh, what do we got? Fabric. Let's start, let, let me tell you about Fabric. Today's show is sponsored by Fabric. Life is already complicated. What if getting term life insurance to protect your family could be easy? Fabric has moved life insurance all online, so getting a policy that's right for your family isn't complicated at all. In fact, planning for your family's future has never been easier. Fabric was built by parents for parents to help make it easier to manage your family's finances. You don't need to schedule anything or make time for phone calls or appointments. Just apply online when it's convenient for you. In less than 10 minutes, you can apply, see your quote, and personalize your quote to fit your family's needs. It can also be offered coverage instantly with no health exam required. Fabric also has over 1,600 five-star reviews on Trustpilot.com, and it's fully backed by Vantus Life one of the most trusted names in life insurance since 1847. So you can feel confident that you're getting a high quality policy that is perfect for your family. They also have a 30 day money back guarantee and you can cancel any time. Protect your family's financial future with Fabric. Apply today in just 10 minutes at meetfabric.com slash Jerry. That's meetfabric, M-E-E-T, fabric.com slash Jerry. Fabric insurance agency policies issued by Vantus Life, not available in New York and Montana. Prices subject to underwriting and health questions. All right, let's get to the uh, Hunter, the, 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 the video. Too. We got the, the audio video if you're not watching with us. The Hunter video is amazing, but the Joe Biden video, the Joe Biden audio is short and sweet and to the point, which is bad news for Joe. It's easy to understand. Joe Biden is talking about a story in the New York Times. He got a look at it. He was afraid that they would uh, they would uh, involve Hunter in the story with this with these uh, Chinese uh, crooks, including this guy named Chu, who Hunter refers to as the China spy chief. He was arrested in New York and and this doesn't make us wonder. He wanted to hire Hunter as his lawyer for a million bucks. Hunter, that crackhead, that loser, that scumbag as his lawyer. This is a multimillionaire Chinese spy chief arrested in New York and he wanted to hire Hunter. So they write the story. Of course, the New York Times 
first priority is protecting Joe Biden, protecting his family. So apparently they pretty much leave Hunter out of the story. Joe Biden gets a look at it and he probably assumes Hunter's either with a teenage hooker or passed out somewhere. It's uh, Wednesday at 8.15 p.m., he says, and he needs to tell Hunter that he's in the clear, in the clear. He's not going to be, uh, he's not going to get in any trouble when the New York Times story comes out. This is the message dad leaves for Hunter. Keep in mind, dad has said over and over and over again that he's never talked to Hunter about his business dealings. That I would say that there's a technical term for that. That is called a flat out lie by your president. But let's listen. You be the judge. Hey, Palace Dad. It's eight fifteen um, on uh, Wednesday night. If you get a chance, give me a call. Not, nothing urgent. Just want to talk to you. I thought the article, at least the thing on online, this can be printed tomorrow in the Times. Was good. I think it's clear. And uh, anyway. Um, if we get a chance, give me a call. I love you. You know what else that does for me? It shows that he knows, he obviously knows Hunter's a scumbag. Another part of the story is he sent him the money. He sent him money. I think it was $5,000 and it matches up for when Hunter was spending, you know, ridiculous amounts of money on Russian hookers and Coke. He knows where this money's going and he's giving it to him anyway. He is the ultimate enabler. He knows what kind of piece of garbage his son is and he sends him money and checks on him. And he, uh, you know, it's, it's some parents are like this, you know, they, they think somehow that uh, they can make it right. So just send him money this time. He'll spend the money on, on rehab or, or you know, a gym membership or something. He won't blow this on Coke. He is, he is aware what Hunter's up to. He's aware what kind of degenerate he is. And he is funding it. The president was sending his son money, which his son in turn used on Russian, on, on hookers from Russia, teenage hookers and Coke. It is one of the most amazing examples of just flat out negligence, corruption on the part of the media. Again, um, uh, Donald Trump Jr. tweeted out, can you imagine if that were me? It's a good question. We could ask it every day. If that were him, they would do nothing, but that they would be front page of all New York times and Boston globe and Washington post. They would be on a loop on CNN, MSNBC. Not only do they not really get into it, delve into it. They ignore it completely. They don't even mention it that the president was sending money to his son, which his son used on Russian uh, teenage girls from Russia. And it's ignored completely. And if you don't believe me, we have the video. This video is disturbing to say the least. And you and I, uh, Ironhead, we talked about it before we were recording. There's no other explanation for Hunter's questioning interrogation of this girl. The only explanation is he abused her. He hit her. He did something to her. And now he's trying to make it right on record on video. It is creepy. Again, it's some law and order stuff. This is SUV or SI, whatever it is, SVU, where you have this, I don't know, maybe she's a, a runaway. Maybe she was trafficked. She's with the president's son or soon to be president. I believe it was 2019 or 18. And he's walking around naked and she's sitting there. And obviously she's, she's 
you know, not doing well, something's wrong with her, something's bothering her. And he keeps pushing it. I didn't hurt you. I didn't, I'm the nicest guy in the world. He says, I'm the most respectful guy in the world as he's walking around, you know, uh, probably a half a gram of Coke falling out of his nose and naked and all, you know, drunk and cigarette hanging out of his mouth and, and insisting he didn't do anything to this poor girl. But uh, you be the judge. How long is this uh, video here? A uh, minute 20. Oh, good. We'll, we'll play it. And uh, I, did they blur out his private parts in this video? You never know with Hunter. Yeah. <laughs> I, all right, let's watch. You be the judge. Sweetheart? Say. Say. Are you okay? Everything fine? Are you hurt in any way? Okay. Any, any way are you hurt? Hey. Is anything hurt on you? Anything? I was literally saying, I'm sorry that it took so long to give you $10,000. Do you have any bruise, anything? Is any, have I ever touched you in a bad way? Ever? Have I asked you every time if I could touch you? Every time? Sweetheart, look at me. You cannot talk to me that way. And say things like that. Because I'm more respectful than anyone you've ever met. Are you okay? What? Here. No. I thought you said you weren't water. It's the only water I have. This uh, and, and we can't really see her face, but she you know, looks young. She sounds young. She's speaking Russian, correct? When yeah. she was on the phone, yeah. And uh, and and uh, the Daily Mail or the Post, who the only two places you can read about this, are uh, mentioning that she isn't. Uh, the the hookers he's dealing with have Russian email addresses. So the <laughs> the guy who is the smartest man Joe Biden knows that's what he called him is giving $10,000 to what looks like an underage Russian hooker. And I don't, I don't know what you know legally can be done, but the media has it handed to them in the form of the laptop from hell handed to them. And they choose to ignore it completely. There is absolutely, there's no journalism anymore. Journalism is dead. If there were journalism, there'd be someone at the New York times saying, listen, we know we don't want to hurt our guy, Joe Biden. But this is explosive. This is incredible. And they make a conscious decision in the newsroom to ignore it, to bury it, say, we can't report that. We can't let the world see that. Thank God for the New York Post and the uh, and the Daily Mail and whoever else uh, dares to even mention it. But that's an amazing thing. It's 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 uh, Frank uh, uh, message says uh, Trump called him out in the presidential debate. It's true. And he said it was a uh, it was Russian disinformation. Oh, 51 uh, intelligence officials. And of course, Chris Wallace enabled him, helped him and said, I want to get the climate change or I want to get to, you know, whatever white supremacists. They wouldn't let Trump pursue this. They knew it was true. They knew it was explosive and they did everything they could, including that piece of crap. Uh, Chris Wallace, everything they could 
to help Biden, you know, shepherd him through this, this, this controversy. That is just amazing. You'd think you'd want to know if you were a journalist who she is. Wouldn't that be your first? Who is she? What did he do to her? Why was he asking her? Did I hurt you? Did I ever touch you in a bad way? Well, I think I'd say anytime Hunter Biden touches you, period, it's a bad way. I mean, this is a really, really bad guy. And the media just has no interest. I'm telling you, the day Biden's done, whether it's next year, two years, whatever, it'll be before 2024, that they will start covering the story. Once Biden's done and they can do no damage to you know their party, uh, the New York Times will have it on page one. That's that's my prediction. But that is just incredible. And they have records of the president sending him, I think it's 10,000, 5,000, 10,000. And like the next day, he pays the hooker. So <laughs> you have the president bankrolling his scumbag son's uh, illegal activity. This is on top of the president lying and saying never talk to Hunter. I guess... You know, Joe Biden lost his wife and his daughter uh, when Hunter was like 10 or something or even younger. And he felt guilty and he he wanted to take care of his sons. And his other son, Bo, died of cancer, obviously, you know, in in combat, but it was cancer. You know, um, but uh, so he decided I'm going to totally I'm just going to take care of my my remaining son here. I'm going to take care of him, even though he's a total degenerate. I'm going to help him. I'm going to help him get his drugs. I'm going to help him get his hookers. I'm going to help him make millions off my name. That's what he did consciously. And he got away with it. He's, he's got to get away with it. I mean, they obviously buried the laptop, big tech came in, got involved and, and buried the whole story. But man, that video is incredible. He, he, he did something to that girl and the media has no interest in finding out, no interest in getting the details of the president paying for the drugs and hookers. Hookers, which might be underage, might be here illegally, and definitely come from Russia, which I thought, you know, <laughs> we, we can't have Russians playing in, uh, you know, the, the Wimbledon or, or in the French or the U.S. Open. We can't have Russians playing tennis in the U.S. Open or singing in some uh, choir or, or, or playing with some symphony. But we can have Russians servicing his degenerate son. What a what a what a absolute disgusting degenerate family. I mean, just I guess uh, we'll just wait for tomorrow. We'll see what else is on the laptop and the and the iPhone. That is. That is one of the sick things that this guy does, records everything, puts everything. Why would you need that? Why would you want that? He's trying to get proof from her that he didn't hit her, right? Is that the whole objective? I'm going to get proof on video that I didn't hit her because she's going to tell someone I did. That's That's what I take away from it. I mean, that's obviously not proof, but that's what he's trying to do get her to say, no, you didn't hit me. And she's whatever. She's a 16 year old kid from Russia and she's ignoring him, just putting on her clothes and getting the hell out of there. I mean, I don't know how much she made. I believe he, he said right there, he gave her $10,000, $10,000. How long, well, how long does that buy you? I don't know. I don't know my Russian hookers. It's probably a lavish get, life. The Russian hookers. So. get you more than more than a day, right? Does it get you a weekend at least $10,000? Uh, maybe a weekend. A weekend, and he's at some L.A. hotel, some some place in L.A. If you read the laptop from Hill, all the details in there. He'd spend like two weeks in a hotel, different hooker every day. It'd blow like fifty grand, and when he when money ran low, he didn't have enough money 
for ski lift tickets. He was going skiing and he had to hit up his father for money to get, to get lift tickets. So he was just a complete mess. He would blow all his money, all of it on, uh, on drugs and hookers and the rest he would just waste and couldn't afford to go skiing with his children. He needed dad to give him a couple of bucks, but it worked out because he gave 10% to the big guy when he made the big multi-million dollar deals in Ukraine and Russia and Kazakhstan. He made sure to kick back 10 grand to the big, uh, 10% to the big guy. So Joe was making out big time, bigly. Just don't expect the media to give a damn. All right. We'll, uh, we'll be watching that because I'm telling you, I don't know how, the, I, honestly, I've just read the whole story this morning in Daily Mail. I don't know how they discover new things every day. Is it that painstaking, the process, and they're just working on it? They have tech guys, they have, uh, you know, the, the, the computer guys every day say, oh, we got another message here. We got another video. Check this out. Uh, I'm sure, I was going to say, I don't know how Hunter sleeps at night, especially doing all that coke, but maybe he just drinks himself or, you know, whatever, takes pills. He has to know that tomorrow there's going to be another video. Tomorrow there'll be another phone, phone message. I guess he says, he says, you know, they'll cover it. Uh, they'll cover it up. The media has my back and they won't even mention it. And he's right. Except for a couple of rogue outlets and podcasts. People won't find out about that. But man, if that led the evening news on the networks, that'd be so big, so explosive. They choose to bury it. Their job is to cover the news with a pillow until it stops breathing. That's their job, to, to completely cover up for the powerful. That's, they, that's why they're satanic. That's why they're the enemy of the people, because Satan protects the powerful, just like the mainstream media. They protect the powerful. Uh, all right, let's get to some more, some more corrupt mainstream media. I don't know if you even count. Do we count... Um, uh, Whoopi Goldberg and the, and the ladies of the view as mainstream media. You know what they are? They're just the best comic relief. If you're on Twitter, I'm assuming it's the same way on Instagram, Facebook. There's just people who every day will say they'll pick out the highlights and lowlights and, and post them. And it just, and just laugh out loud. I mean, it just laugh out loud. Funny. There is nowhere you can find people with a bigger platform who are dumber. They're just the dumbest bunch of people. They're obviously radical lefties. They hate you know, Trump. They hate Republicans. They, they, they lie about them. They don't care. They just go off. And the clips become viral yesterday. They were talking, obviously, more about abortion. They love abortion. All the ladies on The View, they love abortion. Abortion on demand. Abortion, you know, we'll get to Liz Warren. Abortion in intents in national parks. That's where we're coming to next. But we'll get to Lizzie. Uh, let's do uh, Whoopi first. Whoopi thinks, you know, it's a slippery slope. We're going to go from uh, overturning Roe v. Wade and leaving it up to the voters, the, their elected representatives, leaving it up to the states. We're going to go there. Uh, we're going to next, we're going to ban, you know, contraceptives. We talked about that yesterday. I've never met anyone. I've never heard anyone say they, they want to ban country. I don't even know who they would be, would even bring that up. But she says the Supreme court and right now, the most powerful person on the Supreme Court is Clarence Thomas. The Supreme Court is going to come after interracial marriage next. As we all know, Clarence Thomas is married to a white woman, Jeannie Thomas. So she thinks Clarence Thomas is going to move to ban his own marriage. Do I have that right? That's, that's correct. That's correct. Yes. 
Yeah. Clarence Thomas is going to ban his own marriage and he's going to take us back to the time. And I'm, I'm old, but I'm not this old to a time when black people counted as a quarter of a person. Do I have that right? That's what she says. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So black people, Clarence Thomas is going to, I don't even know how he would do this because he doesn't make the law. He interprets it and, 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 and determines whether it's constitutional, but Clarence Thomas is going to ban his marriage and make him worth a quarter of a person. That's the kind of profound insight you get from the ladies of the view. But, and I'll, I'll, I'll say this, after, after you hear from this, we're going to tell you where they are. You could tell it's a pretty exotic setting. I'll explain to you where they are, but let's listen to this uh, brilliance from Whoopi Goldberg. I believe her real name is Karen Johnson, if I'm not mistaken. But Whoopi explains to you what Clarence Thomas is up to next. Is pressing anymore? Well, you better hope that they don't come for you, Clarence, and say you should not be married to your wife who happens to be white, because they will move back. And you better hope that's that nobody right. says, you know, well, you're not in the Constitution. You're back to being a quarter We're of a person. Because that's not going to work either. <laughs> you're back to being a quarter of a person. I got to get back to my, you know, read. I got to read up. I don't remember that time. And then there was a time there were three fifths of a person, but uh, that, that was a long time ago. Uh, and who's going to go after his marriage? Who's he? <laughs> He's the one that they're blaming the overturning of Roe v. Wade on him. It was Alito who wrote the opinion, but they're blaming it on him. So he's going to come after his own marriage. I gotcha. Gotcha. Um, where they are right now, where they are doing their show. And what a gig. I'm telling you, the greatest gig in media is to be on The View. It doesn't matter how stupid you are. It doesn't matter how ill-informed you are. You just point at the camera, the idiots in the audience. You hear those people cheering? Yeah. Cheering. They're cheering for her when she says, Clarence Thomas, they're coming after your marriage. <laughs> they're cheering that. Uh, it was but, like that Green Day yeah. clip when everyone's just like, yeah, fuck the United States. That's that true. They, they cheered for Billy Joe Armstrong. Well, he took a beating on social media, though, that idiot. But uh, we'll see if Billy Joe Armstrong follows through. They usually don't. We'll see if he renounces his citizenship. But Whoopi Goldberg and Joy Behar and Sonny and the whole crew, they, they probably had a nice big private jet. They flew him to the Bahamas to do their show, probably for the week, to the Bahamas. Um, I'm not sure why they choose June, almost July, to go to the Bahamas, but the, um, I believe abortion's illegal in the Bahamas. So they're railing against the decision, and they act like it's you know the end of the world by the Supreme Court to leave abortion up to the states, leave it up to the elected representatives. That's what they did. They said this is not for nine unelected judges to decide or five unelected judges. This is for the states. This is for the elected rep, the people. They left it to the people. And they didn't do that in the Bahamas. It's banned. <laughs> and these fools are, uh, are are cheering. Just the dumbest stuff. I mean, even if she was just railing against the uh, an abortion ban. That's one thing, but to go off and say, he's going to be a quarter of a person. And they, yeah, 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 yeah. Whoopee. <laughs> Yay. Whoopee. That's so smart. She, it's just so stupid. I mean, she's just so dumb, uh, but I don't watch it. I've never actually put it on, but the clips are all over social media and I watch and I say, this is oddly entertaining. It is just five of the dumbest. Well, not all, they're not all that dumb. They're all radical. 
and they're all like uh, just emotional and they just visceral. That's all they do. React. They don't, yeah, they probably give them all clips and, and like show prep, like sheets and studies and printouts. And they change. you think Whoopi even looks at it. They just throw it down and go, I'll just go off on Clarence Tom. I'll go off on Donald Trump. Eh, that's all. I'll rip Tucker. And then, okay. And then, then the hens in the audience will cheer, but it just gets dumber and dumber. Are any of any of these comments worth reading? That's your job. Been, I shouldn't. I shouldn't leave it up to you. But, I mean, I've been popping them up. Uh, it's yeah. Well, okay. You pop them up if you think they're good. I'm looking at a whole bunch. Uh, how long until Casey Anthony? That's a good. It, it is true. They, 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 you know, she, she was acquitted. She was acquitted. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, by the way, speaking of acquitted, I, I laughed a lot at Jason Whitlock has a column about guys who are in favor of abortion just because they don't, you know, they don't want, you know, have babies. They want to pay for abortions for the girl. And he lumps Portnoy in with uh, OJ Simpson. (laughs) (laughs) He says guys like OJ Simpson, Dave Portnoy, that's why they're against uh, abortion. So they can continue to have uh, unprotected sex. And, uh, oh, we'll get to the, the Kamala. We usually save Kamala for the end. Well, maybe we'll get to Kamala's warning to parents about abortion and God, she, she, she belongs on the view. Can we all agree Kamala when she's done this term, you know, she'll be president soon once Joe steps down, but at, at 2024, it'll be over and she'll know, she'll be like Dan Quayle. She'll never be seen again, at least in po- politics because she's just so bad at the job, but she'll end up on the view just ranting, you know, irrationally every day. But uh, this, this more from uh Whoopi, as you'd expect, but uh we got so much more to get to. I want to get to Lizzie. Let's do, do Lizzie. I don't think there's any sound of Liz saying this. There's a, uh, she did an interview, I believe with the Washington post. And she's obviously just the biggest proponent of abortion. She loves abortion. She and Ayanna Presley, both their front row center, AOC. They're, they're upset. They want to do anything, pack the court, anything that could go to get more abortions, 63 million abortions, more than a million a year. Not enough. Yes. This is the, uh, uh, is this, I don't know, we're going to, Caroline Kitchener tweets this out. Who does she, who does she write for? Is it the Washington Post? Do I have that right? I'll check right now. She says, I just spoke with Elizabeth Warren, who suggested the Biden administration established planned parenthood outposts on the edges of national parks. Quote, they could put up tents, have trained personnel and be there to help people who need it. It's time to declare a medical emergency. So going to a neighboring state or what, you know, obviously get people will pay for that corporations, companies, uh, you know, fund, uh, um, there'll be, there'll be, I want to say charities, there'll be funds to pay for women to travel, to abort their kids. Companies want to pay for women to abort their kids because they want, they want single women. They're more, they're better employees than people of babies and take maternity leave. Uh, but this absolute radical lunatic extremist nut my senator my senior senator wants to put up tents i think she said teepees and they switched it you know just they didn't want to get her in trouble set up teepees in national parks to give women abortions to give abortion in tents i'm telling you these are they're they're not thinking straight right now the real nuts 
there saying, we're going to capitalize on this. We don't want to talk about inflation anymore, the border. We don't want to talk about Ukraine or student loan forgiveness. We want to focus on abortion because that riles up our base. And we are just going to hammer this as long as we can. And she says, I got an idea. Does that sound sanitary to you? Tense in... Tense in that, like MASH, you're not old enough, but MASH used to be, you know, the show everybody watched. It was huge. It was a great show. It was, it was, you know, it still has the highest ratings, I think, for a TV show, not a Super Bowl, but a, a, the last episode of MASH where they had tents. It was in the Korean War and they operated and there was blood everywhere. And it was kind of, you know, these the emergency surgeries for soldiers wounded in Korea. That's what it'll look like. That's that's what I picture. Tents in national parks for women whose states have outlawed abortion. It wouldn't be easier to just say, here, we'll get you a bus ticket. You know, you're in Missouri. Here's a bus ticket. Go to Illinois and get an abortion. Wouldn't that be easier? And how about, how about one of these people, one of them, talk about, I don't know. I get this crazy idea. This crazy idea. You tell me if uh, if you think I'm off the off the rails here. Yes. How about you just stop getting pregnant for for guys and girls? You know. How about you just you know wrap it up? How about you just don't <laughs> don't do that? You know? Why wouldn't you come out right now and say it's time for people to not take it so cavalierly, casually? If you get pregnant, you're going to have a baby. You don't want a baby, don't get pregnant. There's no such thing as a forced abortion. That's an AOC's term, forced, I mean, forced pregnancy. Forced pregnancy, you, you know what, how do you get pregnant? So don't do that. Be careful. Take measures. Wouldn't it be a lot easier to just not get pregnant? I realize there's still going to be unwanted pregnancies. But why does no one ever even mention that? Why does no one ever say, women, guys, whatever, Let's let's not take this so lightly, you know, whether it's, you know, whether it's Dave Portnoy and OJ Simpson or it's uh, or it's some poor 16 year old girl in Mississippi. Just think, don't do that. It's not hard to prevent this life changing. If you don't want to be pregnant, you don't have to be just don't get pregnant. Is that you think that's too nutty, too too weird? Now you see, uh, condoms are real difficult to get. They're not at every store oh, yeah. you've ever been in. So. I understand. That's true. So, so con- and if you don't, if you don't like, uh, whatever, it's there's other other ways. <laughs> there's other things you can do. Uh, but that's the solution. From uh, I like the one, I like the people con- that are arguing. They're like, uh, oh, you know, um, this certain birth control makes me feel sick. So you prefer someone to go in you and rip something out of you every time? Uh, yeah, and, and you say, well, it's my fallback. I mean, that is the problem. People will talk about, and I understand they'll talk about rape and incest and, you know, the, the birth defects, that they, the other reasons for abortion, but most are for convenience. The vast majority are for convenience. People don't want to interrupt their career or their schooling or whatever. They don't want to take a few months off and have a baby. That's what they, they view it as birth control. How about someone out there? How about Liz Warren? You say that women, it's not birth control. It's a, it's a, it's a baby. Stop it. Don't do it. But if you have to do it, we're going to set up teepees in, uh, in Yellowstone park. (laughs) Go get your, go get your, uh, go get your abortion. These people have lost their minds, but, uh, no surprise there. No surprise. Uh, Frank says, are we supposed to be unsympathetic toward unborn babies being killed, but sympathetic toward illegal aliens crossing the border? 
because the moms and babies are seeking amnesty sounds right. I'm telling you, you won't get any, well, maybe I'm wrong, but this tragedy in San Antonio is going to get no coverage because that's how it works in the mainstream media. Does it reflect poorly on our team? It's like how it works at, you know, in Boston and all the new at the Boston Globe or Nesson or EEI. Does it reflect poorly on the Red Sox? The Red Sox owners own, you know, EEI, they own Nesson, they own everything. That's how they make their editorial decisions. That's how it works at the New York Times and Boston and then Washington Post, ABC, NBC, CNN. Does it reflect poorly on our team? If it does, we don't cover it. 46 dead migrant illegal immigrants, 46 roasted to death in a truck because Joe Biden lured them here. So we can't, we might mention it in passing. Tragedy, sad, uh, but they will not get too deep into it. Not, you know, if Trump were president, whole different story. But anyway, let's go. Oh man, we got, we got, we got, we got to move. We got to move. Stop getting pregnant. Yeah, that's a good, good advice. Good advice. Stop getting pregnant. I mean, it's going to happen anyway. But how come no one says it? How come no one says, just stop treating it so casually, and you don't have to worry. I never paid for any abortions. That's a new thing now on. Uh, on Twitter and on social media, guys saying, yeah, when I was in my 20s, I paid for my feel awful. Whitlock, Whitlock wrote that. Jason Whitlock wrote that, that he paid for an abortion. And and his guy that works with him did the same thing. Yeah, I paid for an abortion. I feel terrible. I asked for forgiveness from God. Well, I didn't because I always thought it was not that hard to prevent. That's just me. Just not that hard to prevent. And uh, Whitlock makes a good point, though. He says, if it weren't for drugs and alcohol, it'd be a different, whole different deal. I think most unwanted pregnancies result in, uh, are the result of a drunken decision-making. You know, it's, it's probably another under, uh, underreported problem here. The guys are whatever drunk or on drugs and say, yeah, screw it. Uh, probably won't happen. Then it does. And then you say, Oh, we'll just get an abortion. How about that? We stopped making it so casual. How, what do you say, Liz? All right. I want to do a Jamel Hill before we get to the champion, the new champion skateboarder. I'm so excited about this one, about this guy. But uh, Jamel Hill, as we know, she's just a total want, race hustler. You want to do the what? ad first? Yeah, let's do athletic. What am I doing? What am I doing? Athletic greens. Yep. Excellent. We'll do that. And then we'll tell you about Jamel Hill and, and the world champion. Oh, we haven't got the carry Lake. My vice presidential choice will do that too. But first, all right, our newest sponsor, Athletic Greens, is a product I've added to my morning routine and I use it every day. Instead of taking daily supplements for my nutrition, I use AG1 to get 75 high quality vitamins and minerals, whole source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start my day right. The founder of Alva Athletic Greens experienced a bunch of gut health issues and he ended up on a complicated supplement routine costing him over a hundred bucks a day. This led him to take his health into his own hands and create Athletic Greens for a more optimal nutrition routine. Ever since I started taking AG1, I've noticed improved energy throughout the day, better sleep and improved recovery after my runs and workouts. All I do is put one scoop in a glass of water each morning. I used to, I drink water all the time in the morning. Now I just add a scoop and I'm good to go. It has a mild and tropical taste, and it's much easier than choking down a bunch of vitamins in pill form. 
and it's way cheaper than the alternatives, costing less than three bucks a day. If you're going to invest in anything, it might as well be your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash jerry. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash g-e-r-r-y to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. <clears throat> I quickly on Jamel Hill. It's not, or we, we talked yesterday about Joe Kennedy, the high school football coach in Washington, D.C. He won. We were doing the show when it broke yesterday live. He won his case before the Supreme Court. When you read about the case, it should have been a 9 nothing decision. It was a slam dunk. The coach, as we know by now, was uh, walk. He, he was told to stop invoking his religion and praying in the locker room with the team, and he did. But he'd walk on the field after the game by himself, take a knee, and pray for 20 to 30 seconds. That's it. Players, some players eventually joined him voluntarily. He didn't force anybody to. He didn't tell anyone. You say, got to get out here. It wasn't, uh, that, that wasn't the deal at all. He was alone, volunteer, uh, uh, quietly praying after games. How that wouldn't be covered by the First Amendment is beyond me. But the, you know, Washington is a extremely woke place. They ordered him to stop doing that. And he said, no, they fired him. This was seven years ago, I believe. So this made it all the way to the Supreme Court. As uh, I know, as Gorsuch or Alito said, this violated two tenets of the First Amendment, freedom of speech, freedom of religion, obviously. The guy did nothing wrong. It's, it's so absurd. The guy was a 20-year Marine football coach, just took a knee and said a little prayer. Some players joined him. So what? Why would you? Why, that's fireable in, in some places in this country. And he won. It was a good win. Congratulations to uh, Coach Joe Kennedy. He won't say yet whether he's going to get his job back or he's he has not sued for money or damages. He should. He should, but uh, he won't say whether he's getting his job back. I hope he does. But so Jamel Hill immediately tweets just absolutely 100% false uh, uh, accusation or, or, I mean, just completely makes this up. She says the issue wasn't about him praying, but that he was pressuring other students to join him. Please let a Muslim coach try this and see what happens. Well, the Muslim thing's irrelevant because he didn't do that. It was, it was clear. I mean, it was, well known it was she just made that up he did not pressure he did not force players and uh, and it wasn't part of the case that he forced kids to do that it was not part of the case she just made that up to her what she got a million followers it's amazing she can do anything she could be as racist she can be defamatory she can lie and she'll still get you know, she probably have another job tomorrow. Maybe, maybe Bill Simmons will hire her back to do another podcast that no one will listen to. She just keeps getting jobs and making money and making stuff up. But wrong again, Jamel. Wrong again. All right, before we get to the skateboarder, I got to get to Carrie Lake. The, the kind of the theme today: crazy women. That's crazy. There's your little uh, title. Just, I don't know what. We just started a whole crazy, sh- whole new show if you want. <laughs> good, 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 crazy and bad crazy. Obviously, uh, Whoopi is bad crazy and Liz Warren is bad crazy. I got good crazy for you. Oh, we haven't even got to the the champion women's skateboarder. You want to talk about bad crazy? But Carrie Lake, if you're unaware, you're going to know about her. She's running for governor. She's going to win. I think she's leading in the polls in Arizona. A former TV 
anchor. So good looking and slick. I mean, just articulate and good debater. Good. And she just, she, she's good on her feet and she's made a decision that she's going to fight, 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 fight. She's a new, she calls herself the new right. It's a kind of a thing that a lot of people have Jesse Kelly's adopted on the, on Twitter and on his show that new right, they fight back, you know, they, 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 they don't roll over. They're, they're not, you know, like bushes. They don't look for a, you know, middle ground. Let's all get along. They fight. She fights for, for Trump, by the way, she's fighting, uh, still calling, she calls Joe Biden illegitimate. She says there was vast uh, voter fraud in Arizona. She's demanding the media, you know, get out there and cover it. They won't. But uh, she did an interview. She's done a few and she's ended up battling with everybody. That's what she does. It's great. I want her to be Ron DeSantis' running mate because this matters more than anything. Your willingness to fight, to fight for the cause, to fight when you're in a debate against you against you know obviously your opponent and the media to not let like snakes like chris wallace dictate the terms of a debate we want that we want her out there on the trail when the media attacks her we want her to attack back last week we played i think we played that sound where cnn went up to her for an interview and she said how about if i do it with cnn plus and then they said no that's good she laughed and then she said I will not talk to you. You're nothing but propagandist. And she walked away and the CNN guy going, what, what did I do? What did I do? But she likes, that's her whole thing, confrontation. So she's doing an interview with Brett Baer. She's going off on the voter fraud and everything in Bear's. And then Bear uh, mentions this story where uh, a drag queen, she's obviously, she's a Republican and she seems like a decent person. So she's against drag queen story hour where groomers go into schools and libraries like we had in Boston recently and do their whole thing in front of little children. And sometimes it's more provocative than others, but obviously it's inappropriate. No decent person wants to drag queens in schools or libraries. So she mentions she's against that, obviously. And this drag queen comes out and says he knows her and he's been with her and he's been to her house and he's been, she's supported him. And there are pictures. I question her her, her approach here. And then we talked about this before the, we started recording. I say, why doesn't she just say, so what if I support the guy, like the guy, even if he's at her house, we're adults. Adults can do that. No one's saying adults can't go to a drag show. I don't think anyone's saying that. I mean, I wouldn't do it, but I don't want to outlaw it. She's talking about kids, children. And why, why would you ever want this, this lunatic in front of uh, little kids? I don't know why she didn't stick to that, but she went on the attack against Fox News. It was entertaining. And I'm telling you, get used to it because this woman loves a good fight. And if you're doing your job and you work for a TV network, even CNN, MSNBC, you want her because she's going to bring some eyeballs in. But let's listen to her punch back against Brett Baer. Come under scrutiny. The Washington Post has a story today. It says Arizona GOP candidate who criticized drag queens was once a fan, according to a drag queen. This is the quote. Arizona GOP gubernatorial candidate Carrie Lake, who has attacked drag queens as dangerous to children, attended the shows of drag queen Richard Stevens for more than 20 years and once hired him to perform at her home. Do you care to address that? I do care. I actually do care to address that. And I'm really shocked. I'm actually appalled that Fox News would take defamatory story like that. And we are pursuing legal action against this drag queen. 
I'm appalled that you would bring that up when you have not talked about our stolen election. You failed. We just to talk spent about three that. questions, Ms. Lake, talking about this. I just you asked haven't. you a number of questions about it. I played the Arizona this House Speaker. This is the first of Let's address, this, let's address this story that's in the Washington Post. Every candidate takes wow. tough stories. I'm asking you to I'm, respond I'm to it to if you'd like it. to. I'm happy to address it, but I, I'm really disappointed in Fox. I thought you were a little better than CNN. <laughs> this is a person who I covered for decades, for decades, 20 years, and he's never been in my home. He says he's been in my home for a drag show. That's ludicrous. He's never been in my home. He's lied. We tried to serve him defamation papers, okay. and he's so shady that we can't even track him down because he's not even welcome at the places what that he works. I'm sorry, but this is the last question I'm going to ask. What about these pictures of you with him, Richard Stevens? Right. And the what about the, is, the post? I've performed for Carrie's birthday. I've performed in her home. That's not I've true. I've performed for her. It's that's the, some the seediest bars in Phoenix. I don't want to ask these questions. I asked you to address them. That's I, actually, it. I think you, I think you do want to ask them, but you don't want to ask about two thousand mules. I think you do want to ask about this. This is absolutely ludicrous. I'm, I'm talking about drag shows in schools. This is what triggered this man. Somebody who goes to a drag show with female impersonators is one thing. We don't want our tax money going into drag shows at school. Okay, I understand and what you're making a difference the there, but you're I'm saying his allegations yeah. are wrong, is They're what you're false. saying. Yes, okay. I am. You know, she, she spends what, 20 seconds on the, the, the real defense saying, so what? I'm an adult. And I guess if he's never been in a home, she has a point that that's defamatory and that's a lie if she's never. But she's, but he's got pictures of her with the drag queen. She should just say, I'm an adult. That's different. It's got not what I'm talking about. Nobody's saying an adult can't go to a drag show. Why didn't she just hammer away at that? I mean, when he's popping up pictures of you with the drag queen, it's hard to say it's all a bunch of lies, you know? Right. And I think the, I think the media will show some interest in this because uh, that's Fox News. So if you're CNN, MSNBC, and Washington, I mean, they'll be all over this. She's a threat. She's not quite DeSantis, but she's a threat. And I'm, and she's a great debater and she's feisty and they're not, they're going to do everything they can to stop her. The media will put the target on her back just like they have with DeSantis, but we know they got nothing on DeSantis. So we've been seen it already with Carrie Lake. I think it's a little more, I think they got a little more hope that they'll be able to destroy her before 2024. But if she gets elected in Arizona, it's going to get wild. Cause she's like, we're building a wall, you know, we're deporting everybody. She is hardcore and I love it. All right, let me do Shay. And then we're going to get the, uh, the champion skateboarder. Big day for uh, skateboarding. I didn't even know you. I didn't even know there was such a thing as professional skateboarding. But there is. And guess what? Uh, the uh, transgender guys, girls, transgender girls, biological guys, they've ruined it. They've ruined it for everybody. But uh, let me tell you about Shea Cockery. Let me tell you what they can do for you this summer. You got that home improvement project. You wonder what you can do to upgrade things, to improve things, to improve the uh, value of your home. Well, here it is. Precast concrete steps. Whether it's a new home you're building or remodeling an old home, Shea has great values with designs for any home. They come in uh, in concrete or you can customize using stone or brick. A new stack staircase will dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your home, giving you much better curb appeal. You'll be the envy of the neighborhood. They'll remove the old stairs, have you walk, uh, walk up the new steps within hours. When they're done, you'll have a great looking new front entrance and it'll add value. This is an investment not an expense. This is an upgrade in your home. With one phone call, 
Shea will deliver a turnkey installation experience. In a few hours, you'll get a brand new front entrance. You can learn more, a lot more about Shea's precast concrete steps at SheaConcrete.com. You can also look for a job if that's what you're, uh, if that's what you want, a new job here. They got a whole bunch of them. They're hiring. They're always hiring. Business is booming. Right now, they have between 15 and 20 open positions. These are career opportunities with a great company for all different types of people and skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. All right, quickly, let's get to this. Uh, this 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 is amazing. I, you know, we, we got used to Leah. We got used to, uh, you know, whatever the weightlifter, the track guys. And, and we got used to guys beating up on girls and, you know, for, feminists supporting it. Former uh, people who supported women are now supporting men pretending to be women. But this story is just so ludicrous and unfair. And, and I, I don't even know how, even if, I don't know who you are. I don't know how you defend it. A 29-year-old transgender woman beat a 13 year old girl to take on the top prize in skateboarding contest in New York city. Richie Ricky Ricci R I C C I trays from Los Angeles was born a man now identifies as a woman, uh, uh, in now in the women's division of the board open street skateboarding competition, won $500. The second price, a 13 year old girl, Shiloh Katori from Florida won 250. <laughs> four of the finalists were under 17 and they were all girls, including a 10 year old. So this 29 year old man, by the way, he has three kids. I think he's a former uh, army or uh, military something. There's a whole, there was a whole story about his previous life before he declared himself a woman. Uh, so it was well after puberty. I know the new rules that you have to declare before puberty. Well, after he reached puberty, he became a woman and he is kicking ass. He won another skateboarding contest, beating a woman. He won 5,000. He won 5,000 for skateboarding. I got the, the woman uh, he beat in that one. Uh, uh, let me find her name. Taylor Silverman. She finished second, I believe, and she posted this on Instagram. She said, male wins women's final and the money. Uh, my story is unique to skate is not unique to skateboarding. Silverman, who's been skateboarding for 11 years, complained about uh, she'd lost to transgender uh, men, transgender women, whatever, twice before, including the Red Bull Cornerstone competition in May, where the top prize went to a man and it was $5,000. She says, I deserve first place to be acknowledged for my win and to get paid. I reached out to Red Bull and was ignored. I'm sick of being bullied into silence. Good for her. This is a... Uh, an actual woman, Taylor Silverman, pretty woman, nice and obviously a great skateboarder. She loses $5,000 to a guy for the women's championship. And we're supposed to say, ah, that's progress. Trans rights, you know, trans rights. This isn't something else that you are not allowed to talk about. Uh, in most places, not allowed to talk about that on the radio, on TV, you know, right. Mainstream, you know, newspapers can't write columns about this guys taking prizes and money from women, including 13 year. Do you have a picture of the 13 year old? They have the winners uh, in this New York post story. And it's just funny. You get this guy, he's got this, whatever, this weird hair, the winner Ricci. And then you have a 13 year old girl, a, uh, what is that? A 16 year old girl, a, a 12 year old girl and a 10 year old girl all in the, uh, I don't know what it is, top 10. So this grown man, almost 30 years old, is beaten up on 10-year-old girls. Oh, 
It's, it's a great time to be alive. That's what we call progress. That's what we call progress. Grown man with kids can uh, grow his hair out, put on a nice sundress and go kick the ass of 10, 12, 13 year old girls and win money. Not just a trophy. Win the, oh God, this is him. This is the women's champion right here. This yep. is the story, a follow-up story in the uh, Daily Mail, I believe. This is the woman's champion. He's got a mustache, a beard, and he's uh, got his hand on his uh, his manhood. And, and was I right? Is it three kids? And <laughs> there he is now with the hair. So he grew his hair out. It's the same guy. And he gets to beat the girls and take home the money. What a world. What a world. Is it, is, is he, is, do I have it right? Is it three kids? <laughs> there he is. There's the final results. The girl who finishes second is 13. She looks like she's about eight. There's, they're celebrating. People are cheering the fact that this 30 year old man beat her in an athletic competition. Okie dokie. Uh, isn't that wonderful? <laughs> wow. They, they, they have a, um, I'm watching it right now uh, on the news. Fox news has a picture of her, uh, him. It's just, you know, a guy with a, like a, women's top on like a, like a sports bra, long hair, skateboarding and doing all kinds of flips and tricks that the little 13 year old girl can't do. <sighs> progress. We call them that progress, but I, we will leave it there. We will, uh, wait, we got Kamala. Oh, I forgot. You got to remind me of these things. I got Kamala. Kamala took an interesting tact on the abortion debate her first interview, I believe, right after the abortion, I believe it was her first interview. And uh, she wants people to keep something in mind that their sons can't keep, you know, doing what they're doing. <laughs> Let's listen to this insane, I shouldn't say insane, just dumb, just dumb person. Her, 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 her way of, of persuading people to see it her way and to support abortion rights. Go ahead. And when we think about it, everyone has something at risk on this. First of all, if you are a parent of sons, do think about what this means for the life of your son and what that will mean in terms of the choices he will have. <laughs> She's talking to people like, talking to us all like, you know, we're, we're five years old, right? Your sons, yo, you mean sons who get their girlfriends pregnant and have to pay for their abortion? They'll Now they'll have to pay for them to go across state lines or... God forbid they'll have a baby. That's not, that's not the way I'd go. That's not how I'd go with it. Keep in mind, your sons can't continue to, you know, blast inside their, they have to be more careful. Just come out and say it, by the way, again, just come out and say it, get a condom. Don't do that. Don't do it. Don't do it until you're ready to have a baby. Just don't do it. Kamala Harris is incapable of convincing anyone of anything, of persuading anyone of anything ever. How did she ever get, how did she ever get to be senator? I mean, she was a senator and attorney general. She's so, so bad at the job, but I repeat myself. All right, we'll leave it there. That's uh, that's not a all, an all-timer from uh, Kamala, but you know, when she speaks, we'll, we'll be there to listen and to mock and ridicule. But uh, we will leave it there today. Thanks to everybody for uh, texting in. <coughs> Excuse me. Guy says, wow, 646 dead in a truck. How do I find an article on that? Good question. You can find it. Go to Fox News or go to New York Post. 46 dead. And by the way, probably more than that at this point. Probably. What are you, what are you laughing at? You la always laugh at people dying in, in trucks and of heat exhaustion? Kids? <laughs> you don't. You don't. It's not funny. 
<laughs> you know, I, I thought I had a kind of a, you know, twisted sense of humor, but I, no, I haven't found the funny angle on that one yet. I just, uh, I just think it'll be ignored because it's on Biden's hands. The this, blood is on his hands. This is what happens when you open the border and tell people to come on and people die. They drown swimming in the river. They die of heat exhaustion in the back of trucks. But uh, it's going to get worse. Probably get up to 50. 50 dead. You know, again, awful, awful story. But uh, lots of awful stories. Most will be ignored by the mainstream media. But that's what we're here for. That'll do it for today. Thanks to everyone for watching and listening and texting and tweeting uh, to us. We appreciate it. Thanks to you, Ironhead. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is The Callahan Show. And we will do it again tomorrow. Shaking my head and thinking something ain't right Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Am I the only one? Tell me I'm not Who thinks Like the show? Leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. Well, the tide is turning in Massachusetts after years of watching Democrats raise taxes, hinder local businesses, silence the voices of parents, and disrespect the police. The people have had enough. Go to MassGOP.org to learn more, get involved, or make a contribution.